Hello, Joy Starters. Hope you are having the best day. We are getting down to the last nitty-gritty before Christmas. All right, be honest. Have you finished your Christmas shopping? Are you the person, God bless your soul, if you are, that gets your Christmas shopping done months in advance, like it's already done, you're good, you are golden, you're sitting back, you're focused on other things, or are you like a lot of us, ding, 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 who don't get it done to the last minute? Yeah, that would be me. That would be me. I started Christmas shopping for my bonus kids this week. This week. Yeah. My husband and I are, we're busy. We're like everybody else out there. We're busy. We're traveling. We're doing all the things. We're getting ready. I'm changing the narrative for AFCA in January. And and yeah, I just started. So pray for me. <laughs> pray for me that things show up on time and and all of those things. I want to share something with you that I recorded the other day. We've done a podcast like this before where we have a few of things that things, stories, whatnot that I've recorded that really, I think, matter. And I I want to bring them into the podcast. So these are my thoughts on re-gifts, homemade gifts, being grateful, gift giving, and understanding people come from different backgrounds. Hey, y'all. just had this thought as I was thinking about Christmas and different people's past. And as my friend Clary says, expectations are just premeditated resentments. So when it comes to gift giving, I want you to be thoughtful this season. If somebody gives you a gift, no matter if you're young or old, to be grateful, first of all, that they gave you a gift. I saw a post recently that talked about if you break down hourly wage, if a gift costs $20 or $40 or whatever it is, like how many hours the person worked to give that. The other thing I want you to think about is everybody comes from different backgrounds. In my background, my mom had a store. We had a clothing line together. So it was nothing, uh, and I appreciated it, to give things out of her store or to re-gift things, right? And if you don't know that and, and you don't come from that kind of background, you may look at something that somebody gives you, which it's just a blessing in the first place, and you may be disappointed. Again, expectations. You don't know where they came from. Also, I want to say this about that as well. Handmade gifts, y'all. I love to give photo gifts, like take people's photos and make them into CVS or freeprints.com or two great ones. And y'all, that's no less special. It's actually very thoughtful than somebody spending a lot of money on a gift. So I just, I don't know, this is on my heart today. And I just want you to think about one, just gratitude if somebody gives you a gift. But secondarily, they may have come from a different background and a re-gifted item or a handmade item or something of theirs may be so precious to them. So I just want you to think about all those things this holiday season. Love you guys. What do you think, my friends? What do you think? I was just really, that was pressed on my heart as I was getting ready to go see my bonus daughter play her last volleyball game of the season at the Y. And I was thinking about it because like I said in the video, I come from a background, momming have, mama, momming, my mama having a store where it was, if we gave you something out of the store, wow. And I know people that have stores that have things and, and they give you part of their product that costs them money. And the other part of that is handmade gifts and things that, that took somebody's creativity, an artist. I love giving handmade gifts 
because of the fact that it does two things. It, I was telling somebody the other day, uh, I was giving him some ideas for a Christmas list, and I said, find out what the person loves to do. Maybe they love to play the piano or play guitar or, or art lessons, and then find somebody in their area that gives those kind of lessons, and it's a, it's a twofer. It's a win-win because you give them the gift of indulging and soul care in the thing that they love to do, but... You also are supporting somebody who is giving lessons and walking in their value. It's just so amazing to be able to do a twofer. You're giving a gift to somebody who is going to um, partake in their soul care and something that they love, something that makes them better. And you're helping somebody who is in the business of giving those gifts. I have a friend. Her name is Susie. The violin, the wedding, Susie, the wedding player, the wedding, the violin player, however you want to refer to her. Her name is Susie Short, speaking of this, and she played the violin at our wedding, and it was beautiful, and it was amazing, and she is exactly somebody like Susie that this would benefit, and you can find her on the internet, Susie, S-U-S-I-E-S-H-O-R-T-T, we'll put it in the show notes as well. But she teaches people different instruments. She teaches lessons, right? And so just a thought there. Thought about gratitude. I was just telling my youngest bonus daughter, Jesus is the reason for the season. If you celebrate a different faith, intertwine and interject that. But again, I always tell you that I'm not going to be ashamed of my beliefs. And I don't want to fall at the altar of consumerism. I don't want to make consumerism and things an idol. I want to keep... Um, the reason for the season first and foremost and and i don't want I, I don't want that I, I don't want it around me i won't let my it happen to my family and i don't want it to happen to you so I hope that that gives you a little bit of perspective on gift giving on what it takes for somebody to buy a gift in today's economy and the preciousness of a handmade gift of a photo that doesn't live in your phone, that is out of your phone and is in an art project. She doesn't know it yet. So if she listens to this podcast, she just might figure it out. But I'm doing something for my neighbor for Christmas with a photo that I know that she loves and cherishes. And to me, like I said, in the video that I did, you just heard the audio from that I put on my social media. Those things are as precious as somebody spending their money. And it's the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. I told you I was going to start doing a singing thing in each one of these podcasts. But I, I really, that's that has been a big thing for me. Another big thing for me, and I just talked about this this morning, is really getting into the season this year, really getting into the season. So in the Joy Starters Club, which by the way, we have the app, we have inside the app, we have monthly meetings the third Tuesday of each month. We have a community chat, you get a free quarterly gift. We have all sorts of digital freebies in there. You get texts from me, you get monthly challenges. It's just really amazing. But inside the Joy Starters Club, our challenge this month was all about, and by the way, all you have to do is go to wherever you get your apps from, Google Play or or the App Store, and put in Joy Starters. One word, Joy Starters, and it's 30 days free. So you can check it out free for 30 days, see if you like it. You also get access to my course that I normally sell. 
that is in there. You get my ebook, you get the mental health battle plan, you get the 30 day affirmation journal. And then we hope that you try it out. And then you say, I like this. I want to keep going. I want to do this. I want to be a part of this community. I I want this to be, it's, it's kind of like our very own Patreon. You hear podcasts have Patreons. Well, it's our very own Patreon. So we hope that you go and you are a part of the Joy Starters Club. So our challenge this month was all about really savoring and getting into the season. Let me tell you what, what happened for me. So last year, maybe the year before last year, a year before, maybe even the year before that, it's been a couple of years since my mom has passed. It's, Christmas is hard without her, but there's just been a couple of years, and I would say particularly last year, where I love Christmas. I do. I've always loved Christmas, but I just didn't like feel it deep in my bones, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, what? what's happening? I've always loved Christmas. Like, I've loved it. You know, I've loved it since I was a kid, and I get so excited, and I believe Santa Claus is real because he is, and um, yeah, like what what's going on here? And I I I'm not going to say I was a Grinch. I wasn't Grinch level, but I was certainly not in the season. And this year, I, I said I refuse to not be in the season for the magic of Christmas, for the birth of our Savior, for the wonder and the Christmas miracles and all the things. And I, I just refused. And so I said, you know what? And the challenge was to the Joy Starters Club, and I'll share it with you, but you do need to come and join 30 Days for Free and see if you want to be a part of Joy Starters around the world that are changing the narrative on joy, that are spreading joy, our joy, all of the things. So I said, if you're not feeling it right now, I want you to go back to a time where you felt it. And this is what I was talking about this morning at the church luncheon with my amazing friends And I'll share that in just a moment, that story. But I said, go back to a time that you were feeling it. Go back to a time, I'm going to cry. Go back to a time where you were sitting on the couch next to the person that you love the most. That is maybe in heaven, no longer with us. Where you had your head buried in their chest. Where you opened their gifts. You just loved them. You saw the joy on their face because let me tell you the true joy of of life but particularly this holidays giving is giving is giving oh my gracious it's giving that's the greatest joy watching somebody open a present that you worked hard for that you made that you earned that you thought about that what you bought whatever it is like we just talked about right that's your first takeaway you know, I'm big on takeaways but I said go back to the holiday where you remembered them, where you had the magic, where you believed, where, and savor it and pull that into into today. So I did that, y'all. I decorated early. I never decorated Thanksgiving, but I decorated it Thanksgiving. The weekend after, I pulled all the boxes out from all over the house because we kind of had them in different places and I organized, I laid everything out. And I knew I was missing one box that had my, my nativity scene that I got. From the PX, from the commissary in Columbus, Georgia, where my grandmother lived, where I lived, and where we would go to. I grew up going to the commissary in the PX. So it has memories, right? This is what we're talking about. Savoring and pulling those memories from yesteryear into today to help your Christmas cheer. 
Ooh, I feel like that's poetry or something. Um, so I, I, I pulled them all out and I savored them and I looked at them and I'm still missing this box, but I was enjoying it. I put up the gold tree with the colored lights. Y'all, I don't know what it is about those big old school colored lights, but like they just take me right back to my Charlie Brown Christmas. They remind me of my mama Nish and my daddy Brian. If you've been subscribed to this podcast for any amount of time, you know I coach, I talk about it, but maybe you're not in the place financially, emotionally, psychologically, time-wise, where you can undertake coaching right now, but you could take a course. Did you know you could go to rachelbarbeau.com and hit course and take the joy blueprint? Yes, the second time around that I taught the blueprint I recorded it and made it into a course. My amazing people behind the scenes, my marketing mavens, Kim and Abby, made it into a course for me that you can take. It's got a worksheet for each week. It's five weeks worth of lessons, and you can grab that today. You can start today and get on the joy train. Get on your best self train, rachelbarbeau.com. I'd love to see you there. If my whole parental unit confuses you, I totally get it. My mom was married, her first marriage, and to a man named Brian, and they had my brothers. And then they got divorced, and he got remarried to a woman named Nish. And so she's always been in my life, so I've always called her Mama Nish. Well, she's like my stand-in mom now. And my Aunt Karen and Aunt Etta, those are women that have circled around me and loved me well. And then I have my biological dad, my adopted dad, who adopted me at 18 months old. And then I have my stepdad. And then I have Daddy Brian. So that's just an aside on my family situation and my parental units. It's super confusing to people. But I remember going to Mama Nisha's house and she had a real tree and she had colored lights. And so last year I got a gold tree, a gaudy gold tree, and I put colored lights on it. And this thing stays lit up because they don't get warm. It stays lit up in my house and has been lit up in the corner for weeks now and and I'll take it all the way until after the new year, right? And so that's one thing that helped. And I got the years ago, a couple of years ago, I was like, I've seen people do white trees and they were really pretty. I'm going to be crazy and do a white tree. And so I uh, did a white tree last year. And at first, before you get everything on it, it's like, ooh, that is not so pretty. But once you get everything on it, it's gorgeous because, oh, I'm going all the places, because um, I don't know what it is about trees as of late. The last couple of real trees I've had, because I've had real trees a lot in my life, have not smelled like they used to. The last one I remember smelling really, really well. We cut it off of a Christmas tree farm. Freshly cut, it smelled the whole house. The ones that I've gotten in front of Home Depot or Lowe's just haven't smelled. Well, that leads me to this story. I saw a post the other day that talked about that talked about um, people that are now renting trees, renting trees, renting trees, uh, and, and they're in pots. And then you return them and they keep renting them out year after year at Christmas. And then when they get to be seven foot tall, six or seven foot tall, they get retired to the forest. They get planted. So I looked around Jacksonville where I live. I looked around just to see if maybe this was a possibility. Couldn't find any place, but <laughs> I couldn't find any place. But so I put this, this post online and I said, this is great. Well, somebody posted underneath it. Hey, we plant our Christmas trees in our backyard every year. And of all the ones we planted, like I think he said he like planted like 12, like seven or so have taken. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, what a great idea. Because 
in a world that I get, I get it, progress, growth, people, I get it, but the the Native American in me aches for when a property is raised, when trees are cut down, when animals no longer have habitat, and we wonder why they're in our habitat. I, I, I ache for every living and breathing thing, and so I feel that deeply. So cutting down trees just to discard them, I don't know why it's never bothered me before, but it bothers me now. So, so yeah, so I decided, and I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to do it in the next day or so, go get the ugliest, runtiest tree from the tree lot, and I'm going to go ahead and pot it. I'm going to try this sucker and see if I can't make it happen and see if I can save a tree. And y'all, that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about simple joys, like crazy joys, talking about get your Christmas spirit back, planting an ugly, runty Christmas tree to see if it'll actually take and become and live, that'll bring you joy. Y'all, more things, more things, I'm preaching now, more things, more stuff, more clutter will not bring you joy. It won't. Possessions won't bring you joy. They might make your life easier. They might bring you temporary joy, but happiness, but more money, more problems, more money, more problems is how it goes. But things won't bring you real, true, lasting joy, giving, helping people, serving, helping nature, giving back, fostering, adopting. My gracious, don't even get me started on that. We will have to do a whole nother podcast about people rehoming their animals And I understand there are legitimate reasons why, but people saying, hey, I saw one the other day that just slayed my spirit, and it was my wife's wife's pregnant. She doesn't think we're going to have time for the cat. And I'm thinking, it's a cat. It ain't a dog. It's a cat. Cats are not hard at all. And that broke my heart, and the poor cat was traumatized. It was in the shelter. They were asking for a foster. This cat didn't understand what they did. Y'all, please, if you're getting an animal... This season, please one, adopt, don't shop. The the shelters are overrun right now. They are absolutely overrun for people that have legitimate housing concerns, can't eat, don't have a job, and so they've had to give up their animals. Then we have people on top of that who just, it's not convenient anymore. You're traveling. You don't have a lot of time. Those things. So please, whole nother podcast for a whole nother day, and I won't do it today, But that's just an aside of what we're talking about. So the challenge, back to the challenge, and the challenge is where you see yourself, right? Talked about gratitude and gift giving and homemade things and perspective and understanding where people came from at the very beginning in the audio that I shared with you. What I wouldn't give for one of my mom's, one of my mom's re-gifted items right now. What I wouldn't give to open it up and just, oh, gracious mom, thank you. What I wouldn't give. So to have, how do I, how did I find my joy, my Christmas spirit back? How did I make the sleigh go, right? (laughs) I did it by savoring. I did it by putting up the gold tree and the white tree, and I'm going to adopt the real tree and try to plant it. I did it by looking at every one of the, the ornaments and thinking about where they came from and who I was with when it happened and how much I love these people and who's gone on ahead of me. And just decorating my house has been, has helped me get in the Christmas spirit and then giving and being around people I love and getting invited to parties. And, and even if you're not invited to a ton of parties, love the ones you love serving. I, I one of my gals that's in the joy starters club that I love. And she's a friend of mine, Karen, she was talking about being the first Christmas without both her parents. And I said, could you serve? Is there an opportunity for you to serve on or around Christmas to be able to love on others? The true joy, that's what we're talking about here. And so 
I challenge you, just like I challenge a Joy Starters Club, to get your to get your ooh, get your spirit back. And the coolest thing for me is we have a community chat, and so many people. I save the messages. I'll share them one day. One day I tell people this: if I go to be with my maker, get my phone. I told my bestie this. My husband, get in my screenshots. Because there's it's lots of stuff in there. But I uh, screenshotted these messages and I'll share them one day. But it was talking about, hey, the challenge meant a lot to me. Hey, the challenge, it, I really it spoke to me. Hey, the challenge really woke me up. That's what I do. Why I do what I do, y'all. That's why I do the Joy Starters Club. That's why I do this podcast. That's why I do the newsletter every week. That's why we do what we do. That's why I go out and speak. That's why I'm working on a second book. Because I know that for many of you, it speaks to you. I speak straight to your heart. And so I hope that this challenge and this podcast today speaks to you yet again. That's what it's for. And I don't do it for my own glory. I don't do it for my own pride. I do it because I'm called. And I believe that there's somebody on the other side of this that 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 knows that like, oh, yep, she's speaking to me. That is about me. Boom. Right between the eyeballs. The last thing I wanted to share with you is I talked about it just a moment ago is uh, I had the most unexpected blessing happen to me a couple of months ago. One of my friends, she was more of an acquaintance then, but one of my friends came to me and said, I lead a Bible study at our church. And I had asked our church, is there anything that we could do with my book? Could we put it out in the newsletter? And then I said, I totally understand if it can't go out in the newsletter, because then you have to do everybody who ever wrote a book in the church. And we have a sizable church if they ever wrote a book. And just to be fair, but I said, is there anything we can do. And they plugged me into a couple of amazing opportunities, but I'd asked that. And then right after that, I got a call from this, at that time, acquaintance. And she said, I was praying and she literally heard God tell her, use Rachel's book for your Bible study, your upcoming women's Bible study. And so she went to the pastor's wife who had been obviously praying for opportunities for me to be able to spread the book too, and asked, and, and our pastor said, of course, of course, of course. So she she said, can we do this? And I said, can we do this? I've been praying for this. That's what I prayed for when I wrote this book was this, this very thing. And so I asked her if I could attend, and she was like, yes. And I, I mean, I didn't know if they wanted the author there. I did a video at the very beginning, and then we would take two or three chapters at a time. And y'all would sit... I thought I'd sit in the corner a little bit and and just cry. That's what I said I was going to do, happy tears. But I, a beautiful thing happened along the way. I became great friends with all these women. And we shared each other's burdens and we prayed and we lifted each other up and we met and we trusted each other and we bonded. And so this morning we just had our Christmas Uh, brunch where we all came together and some other ladies from another Bible study at a different campus, same church, came too. I got to speak a little bit on a lot that I've shared with you today. And another one of my girlfriends, Courtney, she spoke on on prayer, which was, yeah, don't compare yourself in prayer. Don't compare yourself to another. Don't comparison is a thief of joy. But it was just, it was amazing. We were we ate, we exchanged ornaments, I got to speak, we just loved on each other. And as I left, as I left, I said, I, I, I was being funny, but I said, I just love you guys. I said, I love you, I love you, I love you. And I said, I feel like I'm in Elf right now. I love you, 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 I love you. Like, I just love these women. And God 
new. I have, I, I'm, I'm blessed in that department. I have friends that are family. I have family. I have lots of friends. But God knew I needed these women, these particular women. They knew I needed them and, and vice versa. And we all needed each other. And somebody texted, we have a group text and said, I never knew I could be so plugged into the church. And I've been plugged into my churches before in different places, but never like this. And being a part of this Bible study has taken it to a whole nother level. And so even just Sunday when I was at church, my family couldn't go. And so I was going by myself. And even Sunday when I was at church, I stopped to talk to like 10 people. And eight of those were women that had been in the Bible study or come through or that I knew somehow through being a part of of this of this group. And yeah, it was an unexpected blessing. I haven't shared much about it on my social medias because I've just been so busy and I wanted to save save it and savor it. Going back to the 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 message, the meat of this message. Save it, savor it. So, yeah, I'm grateful for these women. I'm grateful for these women. So, I will tell you if you have been far away from church, you absolutely do not need to go to church to to have faith, but it helps. <laughs> it helps to get plugged in. It helps to have friends. It helps to have people that will help carry your burden. So if you've been at home and, and you've been thinking, maybe I need to get into a church, maybe I need to try church again, or maybe you've been church hurt because people have hurt you. Remember, people hurt Jesus too, right? And people are broken and people make mistakes. And so don't judge the God of the universe based on a broken person on this planet, right? So I would encourage you this season, if you can, to get back into church, if that's your thing. If it's not, that's okay. But I am just planting the seed because I just had the most unexpected blessing. And I feel like I have like 14 to 20 new sisters that that I love and adore and that I can pray for, that they pray for me, that we laugh together, we, we dine together, we pray together, we praise together. And I've got all these new sisters and friends, and and it was just a unexpected blessing walked right out of the blue that money cannot buy. Oh, that's another theme of this podcast. Money cannot buy. Those are the greatest blessings, the greatest gifts. And so whew, I pray this season that you have those kinds of gifts, the simple joys, the shared meals, the <laughs> the uh, memories the hugs, the the just moments that just melt your heart and make your heart explode. I pray you have those and you can string those along and that they make a beautiful life. We brought this morning, I'll end with this, we all brought this morning dishes. And I have a friend named Leanne um, Singer who is from Columbus where I used to live and she makes this amazing hash brown casserole. And I remember... She put cornflakes on top of it, and I. she gave me the recipe at one time. Well, I couldn't remember it, so I started making it out of a ding, 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 a cookbook from an old church that I had, had been passed down by my mom. But then I added in her cornflakes, and then I changed a few things. So we were all talking about these different things we brought. Somebody made amazing mocktails, somebody made amazing quiche, and and fruit dip and homemade bread with rosemary. And it was just amazing. And we said, what if we did a cookbook, like a physical cookbook? And what if we then, because we're doing a heart for the house offering right now in our church to do all sorts of things that help the community because we feed people every week. We, we have all sorts of amazing outreach programs. We, one of the big ones is we feed people every week. We help people with Christmas every week, single parents and not every week, every Christmas. 
So we said that we were going to all get together, and there's a gal there whose parents were in publication, newspaper publication, named Nancy, and is my prayer partner, and she's going to help us organize this, and we're going to print this dang cookbook, and we're going to sell it at the church, and the proceeds are going to go back to the church that will then go back to the community. How about them apples? Bam, chicka, wow, wow. That was not the right little ditty I was supposed to sing. It was supposed to see boom. That was supposed to see. It was supposed to be that, not the other one. Just ignore that other one. Uh, so I hope you've enjoyed today. It has definitely been an emotional roller coaster. I have a lot of people that tell me that when they hear me speak. They read my books. They're like, man, you took me on a journey. I cried. I laughed. I was suspended. I wondered if you were ever going to land the plane. I wondered how you were going to come back and, and put tie it all together, but you did. So I hope that you felt that with me today. I will tell you that this is the next to last episode for the season. We'll take a slight break. We'll be back in January for a second season now that we've started to call them seasons. And so faith, fitness, and audaciousness, the savoring, this, this Christmas spirit, getting it back, it all falls underneath our theme for the season. I'm just so grateful for you. I love you guys. I will see you soon next week, just before Christmas, for our last episode of this season. Love you guys. Thank you for making this what it is. I do it for you.